0: Hello, my name is Joey, and welcome back to the Wise Old Cast, where we talk about terrible movies for an hour a week. God, that took my breath away saying that. I'm again joined by co-host, Otto. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about 2019... 2019? Yeah, 2019. Uh, 2019's Tall Girl, starring... What's her name? Uh... Someone from Dance Moms, I don't know who it is, but, and um, someone from American Vandal. Oh yeah, American Bandle and um middle school, the worst years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um I'm long. Well, the first time we tried to record it, the audio file got corrupted about half an hour into recording, and uh and then for the past couple of weeks, I've just been thinking there's no point to it all. But you know, I'm refreshed. I'm back to it. And I'm, and I'm sure Otho is too. Or at least I, I hope so.
1: I definitely am.
0: <laughs> brilliant, absolutely bloody brilliant! Right, so um, tall girl. Let's. <laughs> what inspired the the studio to create this movie? Um, like what...
1: <laughs> Well, I think there isn't really like much artistic credit to this film. I I think it's <laughs> it's very similar to 2018s. I think uh, Sierra Burgess is a loser in theme wise, which is less comedic of the film, but worse than this film actually. It's, it's horrible. But I, I think they like... saw that formula kind of worked a little bit with the whole oppressed white girl suburbs with rich family. But is oppressed because of one simple trait, even though,
0: even though she's a good person.
1: Yeah, <laughs> even though, like they're usually attractive <laughs> people anyway. Like they're not particularly ugly. People. Yeah. Like,
0: like um Jody from Tall Girl, the titular Tall Girl. She's <laughs> not mm, a bad-looking girl. Like she, she's pretty. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's and it's especially <laughs> the film makes it out to be all your evil.
1: I don't especially with the um like the makeup scene, like the um makeover obligatory makeover (laughs) scene, right? Like she doesn't look different by the end of it. Through the entire film, she is wearing a lot of makeup, right? It's not like she's never worn makeup in her life. She is definitely wearing makeup. (laughs) It's like in Yeah Uh... every like American romance film where everyone always wears makeup even when they just get out of the shower or whatever.
0: Yeah, like it's, um, what's that movie? That really old movie, I'm um, Pretty Woman, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, we have to take this girl and re like give her a makeover to make her look a lot different. And you know, like Breakfast Club, um, the girl in Breakfast Club, whatever her name is. Oh you know, yeah. Yeah. They, like, yeah, I love that scene. She actually looks different for me. It. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, really tall girl. Wow, you put lipstick on.
1: Bruh. <laughs> you put a diff, slightly different shade of lipstick on.
0: No, I mean, she looks good like either way, before and after the makeover. But honestly, Otto, I'm completely shocked about what you said, that this film doesn't have much artistic purpose. Because I think it truly struggles. Uh, It truly highlights the struggle of being a tall girl. (laughs) You know? Well,
1: I mean... I guess. I guess. I I kind of. I. 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 I I, I mean, it highlights the struggle in that she does. She bump her head once or something.
0: I mean, she stood up. She stood up next to that boy she had a crush on. He like walked away, terrified. In the opening scene.
1: Ah, I love the idea that all these people are like insulting her at the beginning of the film, right? She could probably pick them up and throw them,,
0: mm. and the thing is, the film doesn't do <laughs> it's clearly exaggerating her height, like in every scene, she's wearing like heels and feelers, and for some reason, I don't know if you picked up on this auto, but she's always wearing like a striped jumpsuit. She looks like a prisoner.
1: <laughs> she is, and they're always always like really mundane colours as well.
0: Yeah, and um what else is there? I mean <laughs> like I was saying in the opening scene where it's like she stands up to that guy who kind of might like the look of her and it and it plays this theme that's like reminiscent of Jaws. It's like, all right, it's not a shark. Yeah. It's just a girl who's told.
1: I think like the thing is is that I doubt the actor for the main character, right? Or the actress or whatever, right? that she's yeah. actually, like, as tall. She's probably six foot one, even though that she isn't that. Is. She's probably six foot one, right? But the film makes and her look six, cool seven characters. foot in the way it's shot. The way it's shot is
0: yeah, reminiscent it's, of... It's always, like, a long shot.
1: Yeah. It's reminiscent of <laughs> uh, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings in the way that they... Um, it actually is. It's, it actually is. Like, when you think about it, if you're lining up an average height man who's like what five for eight, five for seven, something like that. With this six girl, she's not that seconds. much taller. It's like a few, few inches, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But she looks a full foot but, uh, taller.
0: Yeah, and got that opening scene where she's walking through the hallways and everyone's shouting at her, and saying, "You're tall, no." you're you're also tall, you know, various and stuff yeah. like that. And she's going, you think your life is hard? I'm high school senior or ju- junior or whatever in size 13 Nikes, men's size 13 Nikes. And I'm just thinking, they say the nurses have it tough. I mean, sure. <laughs> exactly. You have to make vital decisions of man in surgery. But look at little Jodie over here having to Walk around school in her striped jumpsuit and her feelers. Poor girl.
1: But the thing is, is that it's high school as well. Like, the, so many of those people, so many of the people in that school are going through depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, and all sorts of horrible issues. And she just, and she gets asked how the weather is up there ten times a day. Like, I don't know, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we should address the actual plot line of the film because anyone who's not seen the film is probably very confused. So uh, we'll be back to that segment in just a moment. So... Uh... Oh, and we are back. Um, oh, I've just been checking out uh, the last audio file we're just recording and for some reason like uh, messy in some parts but hopefully that could be resolved as we get into this part of the episode so I'm sorry about that but I hope you like that little beat interlude I put in there, that's a, that's a, new, that's a new addition just for you uh, <laughs> sorry I'm off track, uh, anyway <laughs> the plot of the movie, also Take the reins.
1: There is a girl, she is tall, Yes. and people make fun of her. Okay, okay, seriously, though. Uh, so there's this girl, uh, she lives in a suburban American neighborhood, your classic high school film scene, right? Classic high school film scenery. And she is tall, sure, she is six foot one, and she is 17 years old, I believe. Yeah, she's 17 years old. She's six foot one, and she is a girl. Horrible life, completely terrible. She gets called. She gets asked how the weather is about like three times a day or whatever, right? So <laughs> she has right. funny, um, uh funny friend who, by the way, doesn't get any character <laughs> development or character exploration throughout the entire film. Spoiler alert! I mean.
0: She just becomes a dick towards the end. I
1: know, right? She's a complete arsehole <laughs> for no reason. Okay, but then she has this other friend, Jack, who is very open about the fact that yeah, he likes her a lot. Um, he carries around all of his school supplies in a milk crate. <laughs> very important to the plot. That's what we'll find out later.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's integral. <laughs> And uh, I don't like using this word, but this guy, Jack, is uh, the definition of a simp. Look like, exactly.
1: Like, the kind of guy that comments, please release an OnlyFans on Pokemon's Twitter every hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, uh, and there's this other guy. What's his name? Uh, Sven. No, it's not Sven. What's his name?
1: Stieg. Uh... All right. Stieg. I have a it's problem with this because it's a name. It's a Swedish name that hasn't been. No one's been named that name since the nineteen forties. Like no one is called Stieg. No one is unironically called Stieg. But yeah.
0: Also, it was such a precise role that they couldn't actually get a Swedish person to play yeah, the. It's Swedish so brand. annoying
1: because he doesn't have a Swedish accent. I don't know what accent he has. I don't know what that is.
0: He has, he has Tommy Wasow's voice. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure what action that is,
1: but yeah, Stieg enters. He is, uh, he has moved to the school from Sweden, and he is like six foot one, six foot two, something like that.
0: And straight away, he falls in love. Uh, no, no, he falls... No, Jody. Jody falls in love. Uh, Jody falls in love with Stieg because he can do chemistry. And, and no, he is also can't.
1: tall. <laughs> That's it. He's, He's just tall.
0: tall and and, uh, and then Jack finds out about the sneak and starts like planning a plot to kill him. Or something <laughs> something weird like that. But then as and then as Jack's walking home, yeah, uh, he. His mom picks him up or whatever, and, and Steeg's in the car. Like, guess what, bro? I live with you. <laughs> what? Also, by the way,
1: throughout this podcast, we are going to uh, call refer to Steeg as Tommy Wiseau because are we? Yes, we are. I have decided because he is Tommy Wiseau.
0: Right. He basically is, and uh, we're gonna call Jack a uh, little John Mulaney. Because that's basically who he is.
1: We're going to call Jack Wall.
0: Like, he looks at little John Mulaney, because he looks <laughs> identical. Yeah. <laughs> he does.
1: But yeah.
0: I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Steve's all at his house acting all sexy and stuff, because he is hot. Like, I'm not going to lie. What's his name? I don't know his name. The guy plays him as fit. Right, Tommy Wiseau. I know. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau. Just
1: like the original Tommy Wiseau before him.
0: Ah, oh, dude, he's so
1: funny.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, and Jack's sort of lounging around the house all day playing CSGO with his Japanese friends. By the way, it's never touched on, but Jack, oh, sorry, Tom, uh, no, <laughs> Lil John Mulaney kind of speaks Japanese completely fluently. And it's just... It's just, it's just never a
1: Also, uh, there is another character we need to introduce, which is... Um, well, we'll go on to Schnipper and the, the dam- gang. <laughs> Schnipper.
0: I mean, there's the sister, who's completely insane. The sister? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, she is.
0: The one who's the most nice.
1: Oh, God. I actually have a problem with the sister's character, like, in depth.
0: There's not a single scene where she's doing anything normal. And that's... (laughs) That's a problem.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. So...
0: uh,
1: Right. So we have popular girl number one. that I can't remember the name of some generic American name that no one knows.
0: Linda. Yeah. (laughs) It's not Linda.
1: Popular girl number one. And popular girl number one also takes attraction to Stieg with her perfect Swedish.
0: It's that guy. Right, yeah. The girl, sorry. Yeah, it's it's her. I understand.
1: Her Swedish is even worse than Stieg's, somehow.
0: Prata Well, she's not Swedish.
1: She's not Swedish. She's not Swedish. She's not meant to be, so I understand that she is bad Swedish, but I actually couldn't hear anything she was saying. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what she was saying. I at least knew what Stieg was saying, even though it was in a weird English American accent thing. Oh,
0: God, it's so weird. By the way, I feel like we should clarify because we actually haven't said it yet, but Otto is Swedish, and that's why. Yes. You know, that's why he understands this.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Continue. Looks like you, actually. mm? Uh, Tommy Wiseau kind of looks like you.
1: Yeah, white.
0: Nah, you're fit. Just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. Whatever. All right. Just...
1: So, popular girl number one takes interest in Tommy Weiser, as any sane human being would. Perfect. And instantly, she is com- Jodia's competition. But Jack tries to calm down this competition by saying that she will have a cesarean scar if she gets together with Steve.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And, uh, what happens after that is that when um (laughs) is that near the part where uh where jody's dad tries to organize a tall club
1: no that's later that's towards the um that's towards the third act kind of not second act the 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 act structure in this film doesn't make sense
0: doesn't make sense anything in this movie like nothing happens in this movie it all could be switched around and it would make no yeah. difference.
1: But then there's filler, we get we get to know more about her sister, which is that she is <laughs> she is allergic to everything.
0: <laughs> and the uh, and that Jody's dad can't act in any one scene because he always looks like he's on the verge of a stroke. I'm not kidding. In like every scene he he looks like he's about Dog. God.
1: Okay. Also, the breakfast is it dinner, breakfast, something like that, right? They're eating a salad or whatever. Eating a salad for breakfast. What the hell is that? But yeah, they <laughs> they use these really weird, like shots between the the dad and Jody.
0: Oh yeah, the one where it's like Mr. Robot framing, where it's just like their faces and yeah, the yeah, exactly. The and I
1: don't understand. It doesn't apply any sort of like. Cinematic relevance to the emotion of the scene. He's just kind of being a bit of an ignorant asshole about her problem. I say her problem. She's just not yeah, talking like
0: this, this, this isn't Mr. Robot where everyone's miserable all the time. This is Talk Girl where only one of the characters is miserable. Yeah, for no reason.
1: But yeah. So then there's like yeah, some um, filler content that no one really cares about. Like. She gets called up by Schnipper or whatever, <laughs> Schnipper.
0: And uh, and her quirky and her quirky friend who listens to Lizzo shows up and just does some friend stuff like says you go girl.
1: Yeah, some boring stuff, I don't know. But then she accidentally stumbles into a room because she's trying to avoid Schnipper, right? <laughs> she doesn't want Schnipper to make and fun of pl- fun yeah. of fun of her. So after avoiding Schnipper she accidentally stumbles into a room where Tommy Wiseau is playing piano, but you can't see his fingers.
0: He's playing guys. You,
1: you can't see Tommy Wiseau, Tommy Wiseau's fingers, alright? Because he's not actually playing the piano. It's it's an, it's another actor playing the piano yeah. when it comes to his fingers. Anyway.
0: <laughs> hmm, but yeah, she walks. Know, Tommy then, uh, yeah, he's playing guys and dolls music, and she sits down. Um, she's like, "I love guys and dolls," and he's like. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then it's the most embarrassing example of um voice dubbing I've ever seen. Oh my in god. Film, it's it so is as cool well. Her voice. <laughs> oh my god, it's dreadful. It's almost
1: as bad as the hi doggy scene from The Room.
0: Oh, well, hi doggy.
1: Oh well, hi doggy.
0: Yeah, it's. Keep the change, bye. In the, in the flowers. <laughs> Oh, I didn't realise it was you. You're my favourite customer. But, uh, yeah, back to tall girl. We'll, they were, we'll talk about the room another time.
1: Doesn't um, popular girl so yeah, number one, one walk in?
0: Goal. Yes.
1: And is popular girl number one pronounces that she is in fact in a relationship with Stieg.
0: With. Oh my god. <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. bro.
1: Steve doesn't seem too happy about this relationship. This... It's it's kind of weird. I'm not.
0: Yeah, it's like fully forced.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel normal. But then um, there's more filler content, isn't there? Like she goes to Steeg's house for no reason, and they watch a film. But Jack's just being a. <laughs> Little John Mulaney is just being a dick about it the whole time.
0: And then there's that really there's that scene where I feel really bad for Jack because they're they're in bunk beds and he's just out telling Jack about how much Jody likes him.
1: Yeah. Oh god.
0: <laughs> and he puts a pillow over his face.
1: He starts crying. I oh, hate rip my ripped my man. <laughs>
0: Dude, I feel so bad for little John Mulaney no and, uh, and is that around the time the makeover scene happens? i think
1: so the makeover scene is very forced and pointless and just kind of there no isn't it that she opens up to her sister and then her sister's like "You need to finally put some makeup on us even though she's had makeup on the entire film we haven't seen her without makeup yeah
0: and by the way if if the, if, if if someone's asked you a question and saying I feel ugly. How do I stop being ugly? You don't say. Put makeup on to cover what you actually look like.
1: Yeah, you're, <laughs> <But> trying, <they're... laughs> to make, yeah, you're trying to make. Yeah, you trying to make them feel confident, scene. right? And she doesn't do that.
0: It's a... just like, oh yeah, put, put some concealer on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then go and kiss.
1: Yeah, but then they have the makeover scene, which is actually for some reason a core a core pot- plot point. Yeah, so. But yeah.
0: And by the way, part of this makeover includes wearing high heels to make her even taller, which was her one insecurity. It's true. It's
1: kind of dumb. But yeah, what happens then?
0: Uh, that's when, you know, her and Steve. Uh, 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 Isn't
1: that a one-horn sniffer, though? Uh, what? Horror snippet. They no, like. They do one. some. They 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 get together at some point in the film. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. What, like- okay. So she goes to school. She has the makeover, right? Schnipper's checking right. her out, thinking she looks kind of kind of nice. But little John Mulaney, right? He splits off from the friend group.
0: Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? Oh. Yes, yeah,
1: this is Gordon Ramsay impression, and then he,
0: where's the lamb's soul?
1: <laughs> oh, I love it, it's the best part of the film, but yeah, um, pretty much, yeah. They get mad, yeah, and
0: then, oh, And then uh, nothing else happens for a while, then Steve and Jody kiss. One point, and then sh- what's her name? Schnipper, her name, yeah. Schnipper is it? Is it's Schnipper?
1: Schnipper's the guy, the her best friend, or whatever.
0: Which, hold on, what?
1: So, we have popular girl number oh, one, and her best friend is Schnipper, and he's the one that pretends right. to be Tommy yeah. Wiseau on the phone with.
0: Right. Okay. Right. So, popular girl number one gets annoyed at Jody for for making out with Steve on a bus or wherever it is they made out, and uh, and starts like threatening to kill her family. Pretty Wait, much. what? I don't remember
1: not this. So, threat to do anything? What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The, the, the that that part didn't happen.
1: But yeah.
0: Oh my god. I will. I will. After that moment, I just lost all interest in what's going on.
1: I, I kind of think I remember. I might have to abridge some of it, but like, I think I know what happens after mm-hmm. that point. So,
0: refreshment.
1: Jack gets together with one of popular girl number one's friends.
0: When did that? Oh, I remember now. But he only yes, does yes, it yes. to make
1: Jodie jealous or whatever, which is like the most stupid thing. What I swear, that only happens in films. Like, I'm not, I'm not, not like relationship yeah. expert, but making people jealous. I Don't really see why we, why you would is do it? that. It's just toying with people's emotions. Really, like what?
0: You're acting like that doesn't happen. Okay, yeah, dude. It, it happens believe me but anyway this isn't therapy <laughs> this isn't,
1: yeah yeah but um so she gets together with she, uh... Schnipper after like a marching band concert or whatever she gets mad <laughs> at Lizzo's lizzo, lizzo lis- listening friend you go um... like bye bye And then they have a triple date at a haunted... at an escape room. Right? Oh, yeah. So you have Tommy Wiseau, popular girl number one, their one couple. Jack, random popular girl number one friend. So let's say popular girl number two. Jack and popular girl number two. And you have Jodie and Schnipper going on a triple date in, (laughs) in an escape room in the most awkward kiss scene of all history, where they're oh, all is. just checking each other out from the other kisses.
0: Oh, God, you know the one yeah. I'm talking about, right? It's yeah. So... Oh, Are you totally not? And it's the most, it's the most awkward,
1: awkward thing because it lasts for like 20... I don't know, it lasts for like a minute or whatever. And you know, just like, make it stop, please.
0: And it's just like m- noises, like mouth noises <laughs> yeah. going on for ages. Hmm. It's Genuinely painful, and then they just leave scene. the
1: escape room, and that's that. They leave. They just leave the escape room.
0: Well, they, 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 they don't solve it. <laughs> they just like, leave.
1: Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's no like that doesn't show them leave in, like any awkward scene because there's obviously beef going like on between all of them, right? Doesn't actually show them escape mm-hmm. the escape room. They just they just leave. Mm. but it's... Stig and Jody have like a background thing going on kind of I guess yeah
0: so... sort of it's like well what they want they type thing
1: yeah so she invites Stig to the talent is it a beauty pageant that her
0: it's a beauty pageant, yeah. Yeah. Sist... Did her sisters? pageant
1: her sister's beauty pageant
0: Yeah. And, then, and then, God, what is it like? It, it forces in this really bizarre message that love is all, all there already.
1: Maybe so, we need oh, some yeah, love no. in the ongoing Middle East conflict.
0: <laughs> <sighs> no, nah, okay. I mean, to quote the...
1: Can I say, a lot of people don't like that joke and think it's hand in, but I actually really like that joke, all right? The ongoing Middle right, East okay. conflict joke is funny because it's like she doesn't care. She doesn't know what that is. She's just putting that in. Yes. Like you can see her mom do the prompt and everything. So I kind of like that scene. Oh, I laughed. Yeah. I, 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 I lightly won't. chuckled. The rest of this, the film I was laughing because of un, un, <laughs> unintentional things.
0: Same. Same yeah, I mean, For some of it, it wasn't even bloody. It was just so dull. Yeah.
1: But then, um, Stieg's Stieg doesn't turn up. <laughs> right? Right. She goes to the party Stieg was mm-hmm. at all along, and he said he was really busy because he was making, like, ranch dip for the pie or whatever, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> He was really busy and he couldn't go. He forgot or whatever. And then she goes home and she gets sent a video, right? Yeah. She gets sent a video of what happened at the pie, And it is the funniest, most iconic thing ever.
0: All right. Go on.
1: Basically, it is Steeg is trash talking Jody saying that he was only doing it to mess with her because whatever like people don't like Jody.
0: <sighs> yeah, Jody's tall. We hate tall people.
1: <laughs> yeah, for no reason. And then Jody exactly. Jumps in. Well, no, Jack jumps in with the milk crate and tries to lodge at him with the milk crate. The milk crate. Oh my God. It has been set up through the entire film. This is a good example of setup and payoff in modern film writing. Okay. And,
0: um, I, I, I wouldn't say that's the payoff. It's just like two setups because, of course, we got the big payoff. At
1: All the right. End. At the end, the big payoff, the proper payoff. But yeah.
0: You can't spoil it. No, I'm, I'm
1: not uh, going to, I'm not going to. But he, he attacks. He attacks Tommy Weiser with a milk crate and he 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 dodges and, uh, but doesn't he punch Schnipper or Steve? He punches one of them. And, schnip- and then he gets punched.
0: Then he shows up at school with a black eye.
1: It's not school. It's literally on Jody's bed in her house.
0: That's it, yeah.
1: And it's the most horrible thing ever. He's just there. And then they add in the like, the Zodiac Killer thing on <laughs> Oh
0: my god, Otto, we forgot to mention one of the funniest moments in this film. What? <laughs> it's when she opens her laptop and there's that really weird teen movie trope where it's just like a fake google you know, like oh really my god brand I hate google.
1: that thing it's like and height she, reduction surgery gosh. doesn't she look at
0: that yeah she, she types height reduction surgery with a capital letter at the beginning of each word which nobody does <laughs> and, and then it's around this point that the tall club forms
1: the tall club, right, yeah. The tall club is downstairs later on when she just feels sad because, you know, getting bullied, tall, whatever. Whatever it may be. Whatever she may be upset about.
0: And I mean, and she gets properly upset at her dad for doing this, even though it's way better advice than just hide yourself with makeup.
1: Yeah. But he invites like a bunch of tall people to the house. And then again, they're not that tall. Yeah. Like, I get it. Maybe a couple of them like hit the head on the door, which isn't likely. That's a really short door. If you hit your head on that door, even if you're tall, but the, most of them are just like you know yeah, six absolutely. foot, six foot one. Not like it's like the tallest people in the nearby ten blocks or something. I don't know. Not like not like the entire country. The tallest,
0: people, the tallest people in the nearest half mile. <laughs>
1: Basically, yeah.
0: Actually no, it's not the tallest people, it's the tallest girls in the nearest one. No, they, they
1: have a they have two clubs that are like joined. There's like the boys' club and the girls club. And they're together and they're joined. Right. But there's
0: but it's so it's, it's also two. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um so should we I feel like we should dedicate an entire segment to the final scene of this movie. Uh, <sighs> it's something It is something
1: else.
0: All can... <laughs> uh, right. So I'm just going to do a funky little beat interlude here and then we'll cut back right to the. <sighs> All right. Are you ready to talk about the. God the final acts uh, I mean the final act and the final scenes and
1: God. pure gold you ready? I am prepared
0: oh. Go on, I can't face it. Just okay. get up to the part the milk crate pays off and I'll and I'll explain it from there.
1: okay so she wakes up. Yeah. And little John Mullaney is sitting on her lap and has brought her. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so corny. And she punches him in the face.
0: In the
1: throat. In the throat,
0: throat, right. Get his breath back. And she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. There was a killer around here at some point, Um, and I needed to protect myself.
1: I went to karate classes when I was eight because there was a there was a serial killer around, something like that. <laughs> I love it.
0: Jeff canon.
1: He's literally the Zodiac killer. <laughs> in Poor Girl.
0: In, in this movie, either Jeff the Killer or Slender Man is canon in this universe.
1: <laughs> bro, Netflix interconnected universe, bro. Fifty percent of
0: them. it's actually.
1: Hmm?
0: I mean, Tolkien is actually in the same cinematic universe as Aster's Hereditary. It's true.
1: <laughs> to be honest,
0: we able to no people, people setting themselves on fire.
1: Okay. To be honest, any high school, any like real world film that doesn't have any larger effect on the real world can just be put and no larger, like, relation to each other, can kind of just be put in the same mm. universe.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: Yeah, anyway, that's so, like, <laughs> But he's yeah, like, completely startled because he just got punched in the throat.
0: <laughs> <I> can't breathe. <laughs> he can't, he's not he even die. Breathe.
1: And <laughs> he has the black eye from... Last night, right?
0: From that being punched. And yeah. he
1: just says, I love you, basically. And it's like, she's like, lol, okay. Don't care. That's cool. Lol, cool. Thanks for thanks for the um, breakfast in bed, though.
0: Thanks, thanks for telling me. I, I'm going to make out with Steve now.
1: But yeah. So there's <laughs> homecoming, homecoming. Apparently, we we're men believe that homecoming is like a core thing throughout the plot because they put up a homecoming sign once in the film
0: there was a a single shot earlier in the movie of a poster for homecoming
1: and it's like okay I guess this is in the film now and then she's like I'm gonna go to homecoming even though I have no one to dance with because I'm tall I'm tall guys
0: (laughs) I'll just dance with my lower heart that's worse than it meant to I don't mean like that. Ooh. I meant because she's tall, she could she could be two people. I was making a joke. It has nothing to do with intimacy whatsoever. Okay, we cleared that hmm. up.
1: Okay. okay,
0: okay, so... I'm not trying to get cancelled.
1: Joe is cancelled. I'm not. But yeah, so, what happens then? She goes in there, and she is wearing high heels. And a suit. For some reason. She is wearing high heels and a suit. And she goes to homecoming.
0: And and her insane sister's there.
1: Her insane sister announces prom king and prom queen, which is popular girl and Stieg. Yeah. And... (gasps) God, it's so bad. She just says, "Oh, it's Steve and popular girl," but she like hesitates because you know Jody's been talking about her, whatever. And then Jody goes up and has big Martin Luther King, I'm oppressed speech, but she's actually not oppressed Mm -hmm. like Martin Luther King was. Um, and she says, "Keep making fun of me, but just remember you're a bad person." And then they're like everyone, and then (laughs) it's like a story from um. Mustache, and that happened and then everybody <laughs> clapped yeah. and everybody claps and for some reason now Stieg is interested after he said after she had her speech about please be nice and then he's like I just want to know Jody, can we make this work she's like lol no that's <laughs> basically well, what well, she said What?
0: I I like your impression of him I thought it was spot on
1: thank you I'm good with um, terrible Swedish accents I'm performing them but yeah yeah, she goes home of course guess who's waiting there you know who's waiting there
0: boom it's little John Bellini and guess what he's got with him his fucking milk crate the milk crate (laughs) iconic Built up, and what this don does is he places the milk crate on the floor and steps on it. <laughs> so we, and then he, and then he kisses her because he's at her level.
1: He's actually taller than her. Yeah,
0: on the he, milk
1: crate. He,
0: Short King just wanted to to feel tall. Short second.
1: King, bro. What a king.
0: It implies that the entire reason he was can- carrying that around is so he could kiss her one day. Dude, it's like, dude you know, you, you know, you don't have to be at the same level to kiss someone, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true, us. You don't. St- it's not a, a prerequisite. Yeah, and then
1: the and then the credits roll, and there's some annoying pop music playing over some annoying credits. Oh god.
0: It's, it's like Lizzo will do a Leaper. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, something like that. And the film yeah. is complete.
0: Yeah. And I don't know how long the film is, but it felt like three hours. Because it's so dull.
1: Yeah, yeah man. Um, okay. I want to. Can I do this? In, can I compare it to uh, Sierra Botus is a loser for multiple reasons in Absolutely. this segment? feel free. Well, first off, in both films, right, Sierra Bodus is a loser. She actually does something a lot worse. Which is that she um entirely catfishes a person and pretends to be someone else. Basically stealing someone else's identity. But instead with their consent. But she's still pretending to be that person, right? And yeah. at the end of the film, she complains to her parents about being fat or whatever, and how she's so terrible, right? Even though she's only a little chubby, she's not actually obese. Uh, She's kind of overweight, but she's not fat or obese. And then she gets the guy in the end. Even though she was a terrible person, right? I have no problem with him forgiving her at the end, but I have a big problem with her getting the guy at the end, because she's just completely redeemed. And it makes it seem like the... Writers are 100% with her. And it's the same thing in Tall Girl. She acts entitled. Like she deserves something else. but And that she's oppressed or whatever. When she's just tall and gets made fun of a little bit. Right? And she yeah. doesn't get punished for that. As a character. <laughs> right? Nothing bad happens to her.
0: Hey, that's not true. Um... She, she. Someone said, "What's the weather up there?" That's a hate crime.
1: <laughs> hate crime. Hate <laughs> crime. I wonder. Hate when, crime. I wonder when Netflix is going to run out of minorities of white girls. Eventually, <laughs> white straight girls. Eventually, it's going to be <laughs> like, I don't know, slightly above average. Hair size girl, I don't know. Bre- big breast
0: Next girl. Movie. Next movie is just gonna be called Smart Girl, and it's gonna be. About- <laughs> it's
1: it's basically it's gonna be
0: about a girl who pumped and sats.
1: Yeah, pasta sats.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's just, <laughs> it's like Netflix. It's a Netflix high school film, and they're all bad.
0: Just them. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think about other stuff that Netflix could try and make oppressed uh uh music girl. It's about a girl who can play the clown. Music girl. Um
1: held back one year
0: girl. <laughs> that that could be good though.
1: I mean there could be Actually, a serious drama about someone being held back one year. Could but be, not in the Netflix it comedy. Hmm?
0: It could only be it could only be a good drama if, if she got held back a year for drug trafficking. <laughs> Breaking yeah, Bad or season something like that. <laughs> yeah, Breaking Bad season six about um about Walt's newborn daughter getting held back to year three because she <laughs> because she's so mad. She's so annoyed
1: because she she um because of offhand meth or something else.
0: that would be brilliant why are we talking about Breaking Bad <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: we can talk about that
1: should we uh, do a question segment now
0: sure ok everybody get ready for the most brilliant questions you've ever heard in your entire life 3 2 1 2 And we are back. I hope you like that little interval there. I spent like five minutes. And it was actually brilliant. Also, you haven't heard it yet, but you'll hear it at some point. I've got to show it to you. It's so beautiful. Anyway, I'm getting the questions. Right, I've got a whole sheet of paper here. Do you hear that paper?
1: I can hear that paper.
0: It's real. I'm glad you can hear that paper. All right. So the first question is from a good friend, Sophia. She says, uh, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? what is the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? I don't
1: know, man. I have a pretty normal life. Like, there's not, there's not real like <laughs> any funny thing that's happened to me.
0: I mean, life. there was the time that I tried to like get me what when we were in class. Well, <laughs> do wait. you know, I Remember when we had like lunch break and then he started like, touching me? That that's not as bad as it sounds. By the way, he it's not like that. That wasn't
1: that funny. That was
0: okay. <laughs> no, I don't
1: mean. I don't know, man. Kind One... of gay Another to me. Funny
0: stuff as well. When I'm around. What's
1: the funniest thing that's ever happened to you, Jock? <laughs> Last time I died
0: laughing.
1: I probably died laughing at some
0: joke, probably. I think it's one of the times that I don't well, uh, it was like last year in science class and <laughs> and, and, and uh, you and one of our mates were just sort of just quoting Revenge of the Sith <laughs> And you were smacking your hands on the desk going I hate you <laughs> and that just really made me laugh and it was one of the funniest times in my entire life. Absolutely. It pro-
1: Hilarious.
0: Possibly that. It was really funny. <laughs> so wait, c- come on, you got a good an answer. You, ju- you can't just <sighs> say nothing funny. Ah no,
1: no, I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
0: But yeah. Damn. Okay. If it comes to you, you let me know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. We got a question from another one of my friends, Emma. She said, uh, "If you could time travel, where would you go and why?"
1: Oh, interesting. Okay, can we apply some rules to the time-travelling?
0: God, it's all about rules. <laughs>
1: can I change... Awesome. Is the point of the question is that I changed something in the course of history?
0: No, it's just like, what do you want to visit? I
1: don't want to visit. Oh, it's, God. It's I cool. mean, I feel like some time that's like kind of missing, like a ancient... Ancient China would be pretty cool. I mean, I know I get kind of like, okay, maybe if I work, let's say ancient Greece, and I'd be able to like go to the philosophy school or whatever, that would be kind of cool.
0: I would like that. That's actually a good answer. I'd probably go to uh, the 1950s America so I could see Dion and the Belmonts perform live.
1: That is fair enough. I haven't. I didn't actually think about musicians performing live. Yeah, I mean, maybe it, in like a couple uh, years, I would go back like a year, Well like maybe a few years back to like a an old Juice WRLD concert or something. Because, um, yeah, somewhere
0: like that. That'd be pretty cool. That's fair enough. Actually, I change my answer. I'd like to go back to. 1979 I would like to watch Troy Division perform uh, at the Electric Ballroom which was their first ever gig I really want to see that
1: yeah that would be so cool that kind of stuff is be really yeah. cool
0: that would be so cool Our next question we got uh, if you could visit one planet what would it be and why
1: an existing planet.
0: Very specific. Uh, any planet. Uh, I, all right, Let Let's just elaborate. Let's just say it can be any planet from fiction or reality.
1: Okay. 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 Coruscant.
0: Where, where are you I'm going?
1: Down Coruscant.
0: Coruscant. Really? Yeah, man. play. Like, probably. I love Coruscant. That'd
1: be so cool. The scenery
0: be so pretty but, but then again yeah there'd be a lot of traffic you know it
1: would but like i can you know it feels like it would be kind of fresh air like those
0: Fresh share with all the fumes from the cars
1: yeah m- maybe like the low but you know in like the upper levels where you can see it from the jedi temple all the, all the cars flying
0: oh uh, I, actually I would go yeah, what's that barbie yeah you know that bar that Obi Wan uh, uh, and Anakin yeah, go to? I love to.
1: that place. I would go to that place.
0: We... Same. Yeah. Actually, we're just going to sidetrack here. You know episode one?
1: The Phantom Menace, yeah.
0: Yes. It's so obvious that Qui Gon was like smashing Anakin's mom, right? Like, that was really obvious. That what? Like, they would. The uh, That Kaigon was definitely banging Anakin's mind. Totally, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you
1: agree. 100%.
0: 100%. Shmee and Kaigon. That'd be a dope. I- I'd watch that
1: movie. Like, it just all goes on on Tatooine. There's no other combat.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Another question. What is your earliest memory?
1: <laughs> Good question. Um, well, I'm trying to go back and remember. Because you know, like, really early memories, you can't really discern whether it's a real memory or a memory of, like, looking at a picture like or, memory, like, a, yeah. an old video of you when you were a baby. So I say my earliest memory that I specifically yeah. remember vividly, definitely, 100% being a memory, and not something else, would be I like vivid imagery as well would be licking Okay, licking snow off the wall of my preschool with my friend
0: <laughs> Ooh, what?
1: licking snow off the wall of my preschool with my friend
0: well, that doesn't what friend? Um who, who was encouraged to do this?
1: At that time and whenever though were I don't know, I just ate snug Like that winter I was addicted to it. I just ate that stuff.
0: And you wonder why you didn't have any friends. I
1: had friends. <laughs> I had actually a decent group of friends in preschool.
0: <laughs> Pretty epic. But <All>
1: right, but <laughs> I think these friends also ate snot. This guy also ate snug. <laughs> we ate snug together on the wall. Off the wall, off the brick wall. <laughs> I was two, I think. Two
0: or three. <laughs> right, that's fair enough. I think um I think my earliest memory is see this is a little tricky because my earliest memory that I for sure remember is me sitting on the end of my bed <laughs> and just thinking I'm five years old today. Like it was my birthday. Right and I was just sitting on the end of my bed, and I thought, I'm five years old. But I that got me thinking. My, I kind of hate myself, so I was wondering, was I actually five that day, or was I young and just telling my brain that I was five, just to trick itself.
1: That's so weird.
0: I, I know, right? But there is an earlier memory that I don't remember per se, but I, I saw it in, like a, in a VHS tape of myself as a baby. Where um, where it's like my father and me, and uh, <laughs> and it was uh him trying to convert me to be a Doctor Who fan. He was like, "Hey, hey Joe, say uh, say Catman," and I'd be like, nun and that's my earliest memory per se. Yeah.
1: Oh, the Catman All the episode! To- I love the Catman episode, dude.
0: How is the Catman episode? What, Doctor Who? Yeah. They were women. They were women? Yes, they oh. were women. <laughs> you thought the incredibly effeminate cats were women. Uh, were men, sorry. Bruh. <laughs> you need to rewatch that episode, man. It
1: was ages ago. It was, see- I, it was when I was uh, seven or eight, and you lended me the DVD. I did? Yeah, you lended me yeah, the Catman I... DVD, bro. Catman, lot of cat people. And
0: they... Hold on, we all talk about the here, right?
1: Yeah. Cat people with the master. Like, the master has the realm with the cat people that go into human realm.
0: The master? What the... Yes,
1: the master's That's in the it, dude. The master is in bros. What episode? It's the Seventh Doctor. I can't remember what, episode, what the episode's called. It's a Catman. Oh, man. the
0: Seventh Doctor. Oh, survival episode. It's called.
1: Oh, no, right, no, no, right.
0: No, no, no. yeah, they were catmen, but I'm talking about you know, um, tenth doctor. Oh, the you know the um, cat nurses. New well, n- n- New York, you know the nurses. Yeah, the were cat cats. Yeah, they're women. They're, yeah,
1: they're women. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and I was saying cat nun.
1: Oh, cat nun, right? <laughs> oh, I love, yeah, I love those episodes. This, this is like a zombie episode.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that, that's the same episode, right? Yeah, yeah, but there's like, another
1: Canton episode as well
0: earlier. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. With their nurses, right? In New New York, there's like a plague outbreak in the hospital. Yeah, it's cool. And then all these we come out of these bats and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they come back later, but they have to like fight off giant crabs. It's bizarre.
1: It's such a weird place. yeah you got any more questions
0: oh we do we have what inspired you to start a podcast and that's from my friend toby
1: well i mean you're the one that started the podcast right so you answer the question
0: that's true um well i just really liked film and i thought hey uh not everyone's having an easy time in quarantine right now so i'll do something to try and make other people happy and uh People have been DMing me on Instagram saying, I really enjoyed that episode. Like, thanks for making it. So I guess I'm doing my job. Mm, yeah. And I invite it also to do it with me just because, you know, he's great and watches film a lot. So. Yeah, I
1: kind of like film. I'm kind of interested in that kind of stuff. Especially The thing about with bad films as well is that, um, since like year eight, yeah, I guess, right, we kind of had like a fascination right. in the room, I guess.
0: For sure, yeah. And
1: then from there, it kind of spiraled into, especially Joe, kind of like digging all these terrible, like obscure movies from the depths of hell.
0: Speaking of obscure movies, I think I found next week's episode on Netflix. Oh, wow. I watched it and it's, it's atrocious. It's <laughs> it's called "I Fell in Love with a Church Girl."
1: Okay, I'll I'll make sure to check that out. That is not.
0: Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything about the actual plot to you. I'll just say that in the opening credits, it lists God as an executive producer.
1: <laughs> oh no. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll I will watch that. It's half time, so uh, I can yeah. catch up on a bunch of different films and
0: stuff. Whatever. That's right. You and uh, yeah, that's all the questions we have today and therefore I think we should wrap the episode up we should I will I will see you later otto and I'll see you later I will see you I'll see you all later all the four viewers uh, I'll see you a lot later as well goodbye bye